Welcome to Optimus Primetime, more than meets your ears. My name is Craig Mahoney, and joining me as always is my good friend and co-host, Justin Murray. Justin, how the heck are you? Uh, happy global pandemic, everybody. I'm doing yes. great. Yeah, yeah, bars in the windows. You're enjoying this from the safety of your bunker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this shotgun won't reload itself. So if you guys hear some clicky clacking, it's just, you know, I'm getting down to business. I got to protect Hopefully. the chickens. <laughs> Hopefully wherever you're, you're holed up and uh, quarantining yourself has a little more um, security than the Autobot headquarters where nothing can just throw in <laughs> off yeah. the street. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hope you guys don't just leave the door open. Um, yeah, but, you know, this is a great time. To catch up on the episodes, if you just if you're a new listener and you haven't listened to everything, it's a great time to go back and uh, catch up on the first 12, 13 episodes that we've done so far. And uh, you can catch that as always on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, Google Play, and uh, please give us a follow on Instagram, uh, OPT Podcast, and like our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash OPT Podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll all make it through together. Hopefully you are staying inside and staying safe. We'll get through right. this till all are one. Yes, exactly. Get that uh, Teletran drone out there and start looking at the skyline, see what's going on. Yeah. We'll be fine. It could be worse. Uh, and also, again, you know, right now, like, because we're just, we were just discussing how this is affecting everyone's lives. My life in particular, um, for those of you who don't know, I was scheduled. I do like, I was last season and this season, I was supposed to do a live painting outside Yankee Stadium. And if you're, uh, as if, if you're a sports fan or if you've you know looked at a newspaper at all, you know there's no like, baseball starting up anytime soon. Um, so you know, like many many people, especially a lot of freelancers, artists, wage earners, uh, I'm taking a hit financially. So uh, if you could just share the podcast, if you could go, if you <laughs> like what we do, tell your friends, give us. You know, I'm going to be posting some art online, some Instagram stuff. I know not everybody's got money to spend things. Uh, but you know, if you could just, you know, the great help for me, great help for Justin would be just, you know, share if you like this and get the word out. Um, cause we're all going to, we're all going to be struggling and trying, trying to figure out a way to keep our heads above water for the next, uh, looks like a month or two. Who knows? That's right. It almost looks like it might almost be a countdown to extinction. I'm just mm. saying it, seems like it could be something, you know, which will be the next episode. Ah, great one. We have nice rotor episodes right now, and this, uh, you know, it actually is ap- is kind of apropos that this apocalyptic episode is coinciding with these. If only we times. had a doctor, a doctor Arkaville who could, you know, I I think I don't know if he would because he, uh, you know, he's evil, but oh yeah, he no, it seems wanna... like he could whip up a coronavirus uh, vaccine fairly quickly. You know seems what? Like I he think... would have that capability. From this episode, I think I gotta say, in last episode, he, he's pretty concerned about the welfare of his. Uh, of his slaves, and I also have to say they really overuse the term slaves in this. I mean, like, come on, guys, like let's come up with something else. Are we yeah. are we that insensitive? You know what I mean? But um, he's three times in this episode he mentions like you're not gonna kill my slaves, are you? He doesn't really well, have he, any plans yeah, he, for the he slaves. He wants humanity to survive if for no other reason to have someone to rule. That's true, yeah. But he also like he literally he legitimately cares for the well being of his slaves. Yeah. He's like he's so like he, please don't wash them away. It'll take him 40 <laughs> minutes to get more. He, he's like no 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 these guys. A uh, virus yeah. uh, vaccine. He would. He would. He'd have a conscientious vaccine, I feel like. I, I, I'm i starting to think that Dr. Rockefeller's not that bad. You know what I mean in this episode? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we Countdown to Extinction. And, of course, the episode we're going over this week is uh, episode 13, The Ultimate Doom, part three. Yes. And one of our listeners did say we're a bit too negative. And you know what? 
You're not wrong, sir. We are a little <laughs> bit too negative. I was thinking about that a lot since we got that comment. Um, and you know what? I think it's just one of those things where you get when you love something so much. And I see how many times we've watched this episode in 35 years. So yeah. I think you take all the good stuff for granted because I, I like it so much that you start being like, of course, everyone knows it's great. But here's the dumb stuff about it. So, like, well, we're, we're going to be. You know, we're, we're, we both did stand-up comedy for years, and so we yeah. don't really do it much anymore. But we're, you know, basically, we're comedians. We're, we're wise-asses. That's yes. what we do. So we kind of you know, we gravitate more towards things to make fun of anyway because we're looking to keep making it funny and interesting. So, uh, yeah, but, but I was right. Little... You, you were right. Or the, the, the commenter online, uh, I think he just goes by Billy Bob. Was that his name? I think so. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I try to remember. Uh, you were correct, sir. We're giving you a shout-out. Yeah, we can be a little negative, especially I think I, I've been a little rough on our pals Bumblebee and Spike. Uh, and Bumblebee actually has a pretty good moment in this in this episode. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, he does. And, like, uh, I, it's funny. I think of uh, – I was doing comedy for a long time, obviously. And uh, there was a part when I used to do a lot of jokes about dating. And then I met my future wife, and uh, the shit was amazing. And I yeah. remember that, like, I could do a bunch of jokes about dating. And I could do jokes later on when we'd been together for a while and there was, like, more annoyances. But there yeah. was that middle part where everything was great and I just couldn't do jokes about it. Because you got to be negative about something to be funny about it. So yeah. it's hard. <laughs> yeah, anger is funnier than happiness. Yeah, it's hard. We can't. Funnier. Exactly. We can't just sit here and compliment the show for, for 30 minutes because everyone <laughs> will kill themselves. But we are going to be more positive. That is a good point. There's a lot of really great stuff in this episode. Um, and uh, next week's episode, Countdown to Extinction, is. Maybe my favorite episode of the whole season in terms of like sheer overall quality. It's very well put together. So I do like this. And uh, despite the many, many, many different colors of Seekers in this episode, a rainbow yeah. of Seekers, really. There's a green one. There's a couple of purple ones. It's great. There's but, uh, there's apparently, you know, Seekers who just decided to rip off uh, Starscream and Thundercrackers paint jobs. But they, <laughs> like, well, they're not on Cybertron anymore. Who No one will notice. Yeah, apparently, uh, I, I think we're realizing that Skywarp is either a trendsetter or a hack because, like, he's that black and purple scheme. Either the other seekers were like, "He looks great. We should just wear that. That's awesome." They're or, using up a lot of shades of blue in this episode. The seekers. <laughs> really There's a lot of blue going on. Every of shade stuff. of blue. Everyone's just like, "You're you're a little you're ultramarine. You're ultramarine. You're phthalo blue. You're sky blue." <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's great. Um, which I think you know. By the way, those are all. It's like George Lucas logic. These are all seekers we can make into toys 35 yeah. years later. We can always be. Your, your Navy, Royal Navy blue. All right. uh... <laughs> so we start off with uh, last episode, of course, ended with Sparkplug pulling the alarm and Spike couldn't believe yes. it. Dad is still just stubbornly brainwashed. And uh, he pulls the alarm and that's how the episode Spike opens. Spike crying. We get a, a crushed Spike. Just weeping openly, his dad is like, well, you know, what are you going to do? I was pretty honest. Um, Shockwave then stumbles across them, um, obviously, because the alarm was pulled. A gigantic Shockwave, where Braun was up to, like, his knee. Yes. I think, was it Bumblebee turned around and walked right into his shin? Yes. Which, by the way, toy-wise, is to scale. Like, that is exactly the size of the toys. Oh, yeah, because... That was um, Galactic Man. That was uh, Shockwave. Was an old Radio uh, Radio Shack toy. They just yeah. like, bought the rights to. So he yeah. was not in scale with any of the other Transformers. He was pretty massive. He was about twice the size <laughs> of Megatron. Right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was kicking around. Megatron and uh, Optimus Prime were close to the same size, but a lot of them were kind of all over the place. So, but and, yeah, that was. And we discussed in the first episode, I believe, that the, the I think the reason. They ended up leaving Shockwave on Cybertron was simply because of his whole look and alt mode have nothing could you know there's no Earth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
He doesn't have a, of that. A, so that was like part sense. of his character bio is that like he was, you know, I, I, a lot of people that listen know that like the character bios, there was like one written for the show and then kind of one written for the comics. And sometimes they have overlap and sometimes they don't. But the one thing about Shockwave that was always consistent was that he was all about his Cybertronian mode. So even in the comic, when he was on Earth, sometimes he refused to like adopt the adult mode. He was like, no, 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 I have the best mode. Everybody can suck my dick. I'm Shockwave. I turn into a gun that no one can hold. Yeah, um, it's the reason you got a little Megatron. <laughs> this is the first to... time we see Megatron pull his shockwave in the, at one point in this episode where he goes, transforms into his gun mode and fires uh, on his own. Just is yeah. midair, needs no dis- other Decepticon yes. to to fire him for him. Opens up a lot of questions about past episodes. Yes. <laughs> like, is it just maybe more relaxing? Just finally, maybe he just finally learned. Maybe he maybe just realized he, just... he didn't want to put his entire life into the hands of, 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 of like a... <laughs> schemer like starscream maybe he just wanted to be held you know what i mean like yeah. this is <laughs> maybe he's a more vulnerable megatron in past episodes <laughs> we have seen in this trilogy we have seen megatron really uh starting to uh, stop fucking around with starscream you know what i mean he's really had enough <laughs> like this is <laughs> he's, instead true. of his normal like hey i'm gonna if you do that again i'm gonna hit you but this time he's like you're seeing him hit him he's like no no, no we're gonna fucking this is a problem so We'll see more of that in this episode as well. It's and great. He, he even forbids Dr. Archiville from even talking to Starscream. Yes. Which does not. Bad which, ideas. As everyone who's uh, dated a girl and told them not to talk to a certain guy, we all know how that one ends, <laughs> right? It's going to just gonna go talk to Archiville. It's going to happen. Uh, so. <laughs> we, we, what's the meme? Like you, the guy she's talking to or whatever. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, we need one of those with like Megatron and Starscream and Archiville. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm sure it works the exact same way, and uh, we're just we're just not women, so I'm sure it works the exact same way in opposite relationships. But yeah, it's exactly like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, my friend Pete at work is so funny. You're like, ah. it's like no, it's like you and the guy she told you not to worry about. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Megatron, <laughs> and because uh, I always think of that uh that photo of J Lo when she was with Mark Anthony posing at the Yankee game with A Rod. <laughs> the oh, three of them yeah. are in the photo together. Right. I forgot about that. That's great. Uh, well, anyway, we see um get back to the episode here because we get Braun kicking some serious ass, which is fantastic. Braun so. is great. He's got, and again, he's always uh, quick with a quip. Very yeah. Bondian. Braun might be my favorite of the mini bots. He's hilarious. He's got he, the magazine subscription line was legitimately funny. That was a legitimately funny line. Like, which no, one? not for, oh, well, the magazine, magazine subscription, subscription line. That's legit funny. That's not funny for a kid's show. That's not funny for the 80s. That's funny today. If I said that today, it's still pretty good. It's like, ah, it's great. And he does kick ass. He uh, tackles uh, both Seekers. Well, I guess he tackles the fake Thundercracker and fake Skywarp, um, yes. whoever they are. But um, they're everywhere. <laughs> There's Thundercrackers and Starscreams and Skywarps all over this base. But he tackles two of them straight up, and then he runs its Shockwave with a big iron beam. Uh, which Shockwave promptly melts, uh, which is right not, you know, not the best. Yeah. yeah, right in his hands. He says, um, your primitive weapon is no match for me. Which is, I did appreciate the fact, I like that they established Braun as a badass by yeah. having to beat up a bunch of bigger robots, but they didn't let him just, like, tackle uh, uh, Shockwave. You know what I mean? They're still kind of setting up the food chain where it's like, hey, he's a badass for what his size. He's no fucking Shockwave. Like, nobody... But, and, we, and we learn how much... Uh stronger megatron is than shockwave because shockwave shoots him square in the chest and you yeah on brushes it off unlike uh in the year 2005 when he's on the spaceship to earth to autobot city and megatron uh oh, yeah. shoots him point blank and he just you know completely dies well i've always my theory about megatron has always been that i don't think he's that much more powerful 
in his gun mode because he has that giant ass fusion cannon right as an right on his arm where shockwave yep. has like a little arm cannon but when he turns into his gun mode he's got this gigantic like yeah, front firing true. thing so yeah, he powers Sh- up yeah and shockwave so i think shockwave gets a lot more out of turning into gun mode whereas he just happens to have a little cannon on his arm but i think they're unrelated whereas i've always felt like a megatron's cannon on his arm is the same as like the cannon on his gun mode but you know yeah they yeah that makes sense yeah this is my own but who knows you know what i mean um <laughs> Also, only one of them survives Let's the Let's face it, we're so. inventing half the canon and reasons. We are, we are, but <laughs> I, do love, I do love getting into Transformers dynamics. Well, you know, in episode three, we established that. <laughs> and of but course, this great... is the episode, this is a great episode where we get surfing Autobots. Yes. They've we're, traded yeah, in the get... skis, the hydroplane skis on the, from their uh, alt-vehicle modes for surfboards. Yep, after the, after the failed spark plug breakout. Yeah, uh, we see uh, Jetfire save the day. They cut to a totally well, right. yeah, we forget. Skyfire comes in, he saves the day, and yep. um, and they get out of there and they and they run past a bunch of Skywarps and Star Screams and Thundercrackers and, <laughs> that aren't them, but they they manage to get off, but they do not. They don't get spark plugs, so it's kind of a failed mission. Um, but and spark uh, plug co- gives a little uh, you know. When Spike first tries to run by him, Sparkplug gives a little uh, Gandalf, you know, you shall not pass. Literally blocks his way by, oh, yeah. by spreading his arms across the door jam. Yep, and, they give uh, it up Spike... for Braun for not just pacing him, you know. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to. I could just pick you up like a little baby, but I'm not going to. So, all right. <laughs> and the great moment from Skyfire where, where, you know, Shockwave does transform into gun mode. Powerful mm-hmm. blast that could have blown uh skyfire to smithereens but instead he just uh kind of just slightly moves out of the way yeah, and it blows a giant hole in the in the wall yeah how far has skyfire come from his first episode when he could barely point a gun and hit anything um still being tough but not very capable but to now he's like he blows through a door killing like three seekers right in the same process right yeah so there's three guys about to kill barn he blows them all up talks some shit Dodges his shockwave's fire and then talks some more shit and then leaves. I mean, this guy's awesome, dude. He used to be such a nerd. Look at him. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's you know, he's, he's, I like, I like seeing a little, uh, you know, he's got a little swagger in this one. Yeah, a exactly. Bit of As he should. He's one of the largest, I think at this point he is the largest Autobot. So good for him. You yeah, know? until we get, until we get Omega Supreme, he's, uh, he's yeah. it. And he's definitely the largest, most personable uh, Autobot, because Omega Supreme sucks for that. That's the one thing Omega Supreme can't do, is give you a nice Yeah, Omega Supreme's, uh, you know. <laughs> he's great for some stuff. He's a good, like, he's a good guard dog. I wouldn't, like, talk politics with him, you know what I mean? I don't know, like, what's... But Omega tried to kill the Senate, Omega, what did you think? But anyway, so... Although the funny thing is, the one episode that literally is, you know, his main episode, where, you know, where we kind of learn the backstory of Omega Supreme, it literally is just, is him, an episode-long conversation between him and Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's true. It is. And, uh, oh man, that's like, I don't want to get too far into that one, but that's one of my favorite episodes. A lot of cool <laughs> Constructicon shit in that one, too. Yes. The many, many, many different origins of the Constructicons we see throughout the series. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, as Craig said, one of the greatest things, one of probably the most memed uh, transformer scene of out of all of G1, I would guess, but is the oh, surf- blue streak flying by on the it's surfboard. So great. so great. So they're surfing. <laughs> they don't explain. They don't explain why they're surfing. They don't explain where they're going, which is great because you're watching and you're assuming that like, well, they know where they're going. But then pretty shortly after that, Ironhide's like, so where are we going? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Optimus just, just handed amazing. out a bunch of surfboards at the arc. He's like, come on. He's like, nah, I'll tell you once we get there. 
that's what kind of a strong leader he is. He's like literally, he's like, hey, giant robots, get on these surfboards. And like, he's got to figure it out, dude. Well, let's just do it. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. This can't be that weird. Uh, but yeah, it's great. And Blue Streak has managed to figure out how to surf quicker. I mean, so I guess that leads to because at one point Optimus even tells him to pick up the pace. So are these motorized? I don't know. Maybe they're just awesome technique because I don't I don't know much about surfing, but I'm pretty sure holding your hands straight <laughs> up in the air doesn't immediately accelerate the whole entire process. So like, I don't know. But I love and I love the is, whole we're gonna outrace the tidal wave. It's so awesome. And and his plan, even though he never explains it, is is, is pretty surprising because he's apparently already deduced that. Which we don't even know yet as viewers, but he's already deduced that Megatron has set up some energy conversion machine that's going to intercept, the, be in the way of this tidal wave and then take all the energy from that and convert it into energon cubes. And he's going to take that and fly to Cybertron. Somehow Optimus has deduced all of this before any viewers have ever been told. Yeah. So, but he doesn't really tell that to his team. So that's what happens. They uh, they cut to the Decepticons and they're discussing that. Hey, we made this machine. Uh, it's going to convert this tidal wave into energy. Uh, Starscream continues to say it. Once, once again, showing Megatron's uh, love for hydroelectric power. Yeah, he loves. Uh, he's very... Instead of just taking over a hydroelectric dam or power plant, he's just fuck it. We're just building our own. We're just going to create yes, our own sure. tidal waves. He, he's he's been in green. contact enough with hydroelectric power that finally yeah. he's just decided this is how we're going to do it. Megatron's very green, if you notice. He doesn't usually he doesn't usually drain energy from a source that needs it. He usually creates <laughs> his own energy, if you notice. Like he's never like. I mean, except like, for the whole destroying the entire planet thing. Well, but yeah, <laughs> but he's still creating energy. You know what I mean? He's turning yeah. the planet into energy. But yeah, you know, you're right. It's not cool. But I'm just saying, like he's you know, on the scale of a uh, despots, he's actually fairly considerate. You know. Um. Mm-hmm. But we did see we do see another Starscream telling uh, Megatron his plan is stupid, which. At, the, at episode three in this trilogy, when his plan has only worked, even I, even I'm a little bit like, hey, Starscream, fucking shut up, dude, come on, like this is, you know, yeah. maybe you should show some support. I mean, how how long does it have to work before it's good enough for you? You know what I mean? Yeah, and they got a, and it's weird because it's it, it the way they do it, they they devise it where it's this giant, um, like it's supposed to corral the tidal wave into this thing. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense, of course, physically because then it. <laughs> Used to be a tidal wave. How did they know where the tidal wave was going to end up either? Like they just. Yeah, it's all. There's a lot of questions. I mean, you would disappoint all. You you would dissipate all the energy of the tidal wave by directing it into a channel, of course. But whatever. It's that's all. Whatever, man. You know, it's flying robots. It's all good. But um, you know, (laughs) I'm doing some Billy Bob right now. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna deconstruct the. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel worried. Well, he he said he loves and hates it. He does love it. So. No, I know. That's listen. That's as as you remember from our respective comedy careers. That was about as good as we ever got. <laughs> so they. Uh, oh yeah, wait. And they call it a sea funnel, which is oddly apt for a kid show. Is that I what like, he says? Wow. Funnel. I thought he. I, a I, sea I funnel. That three times. I thought he said puddle. <laughs> no, I I took me a couple times too because I was like, what? But it is. It's so well termed. But yeah, a sea funnel. To use the tidal wave. Uh, and this is when we see Dr. Archiville start to express uh, concern about his slaves. He's like, well, when this tidal wave hits, yeah. are all my slaves going to die? And they're like, well, you know, he's literally like, well, you can always get new slaves. That's pretty much exactly what Megatron says. Well, you're not, not, Arch- if, you're, well, yeah, not if the Earth is uh, destroyed. But, it, but oh, yeah. apparently Megatron's just been conning Archiville and leading him on this entire time. And it clearly never had any intention of leaving Archiville with a planet to rule. Yeah, and which is odd because he's already told him that I think I think three times prior to this. So <laughs> once in the first episode and twice in the second episode, he's told Archiville, "I don't care about your planet. You're definitely gonna be dead." And then he just continues to help him 
really concerned yeah. about his slaves. So Arkerville is, you know, he's one of those book smart guys, but his EQ is a little low. He just he really can't get through <laughs> the whole situation very well. You know, common just, sense wise, he's not the best. Just, yeah, he's the he's he can make a great mind control device. Obviously, pretty good at making what I believe is a an entire exoskeleton for himself, as we see <laughs> later on. But um, anyway, so uh, no, I don't think he does that. I think that's Starscream. Okay, I couldn't tell you. It's very yeah, yeah. Well, wait, no spoilers. We'll get there. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, Starscream is like still complaining about the plan, even though it's working. Like I said, he like doesn't want to finish the generator. Um, and then the Doctor has this really quick uh, scene when he's basically like, "Oh, maybe I should pair up with Starscream." He seems to be pretty stupid <laughs> like kind of always well this is after stuff. megatron expressly forbids him from from talking to starscream and oh, that's yeah. when arc goes like hmm. that's right <laughs> megatron plants the seed yep <laughs> exactly. of his own of his own uh, mutiny <laughs> yes which you know um it, you know megatron is a little bit oversight but honestly megatron it's, he's got a great excuse he's got this pretty large-scale plan going on it has been working for two and a half episodes so he's pretty like jesus christ it never works this long this might actually fucking work so i think megatron's finally starting to get excited he's yeah. like oh shit guys i think we're gonna do this Are you guys ready for this so it's pretty fun to watch <laughs> we might actually like, win <laughs> yeah he's like oh my god holy shit i think it's gonna happen <laughs> like look the planet's right there it's been there for days oh my god so the first uh, of the three starship models uh, starship yeah. designs we see like every time we see it, it it's slightly different oh yeah and by and by the way we do see right after that we see the wave hits the generator it does work it works perfectly uh starts filling up the uh ship with uh cubes um autobots like fuck themselves up when they crash i guess that wasn't part of the plan they're like oh yeah this is a bummer um and well, then while i'm wondering like, about those those surfboards if they're if they're uh you know powered motorized or not because why couldn't they stop like they were able to accelerate oh that's true well, I'm assuming that at some point the tidal wave is, uh, you know, crashing into the sea funnel, and it's just the the trajectory of the water is too much. I'm assuming, but it's it's a good question. Um, another question is why didn't they foresee crashing into anything when their entire point was to roll, you know, super fast into a you know, harbor? <laughs> so while they smash into a, the into a sea the rocks, funnel, yeah, they're, so they're they're getting sea funneled to shit, and then like while they're they're like, oh hey look, it's a ship leaving. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and then uh, uh, Megatron, while on the ship, is like, oh, he tells Reflector, he's like, hey, I left uh, Starscream. It's funny because the first time I watched this episode, I thought he abandoned Starscream, but then he just quickly throws in. He's like, oh, I left Starscream in there to which, handle the next title wave. <laughs> which, <we laughs> like, yeah. which basically, I, what was going to happen? Because essentially the um, the title wave kind of destroyed it, didn't it? I don't. Yeah, that's what I don't get either. So it, like trash, I guess there's more title waves. Maybe he's going to build more. I don't know. It could also be that Megatron is like, pretty dead set on the goal and just wants like some busy work for Starscream. Who knows? But he's, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, even, even the, um, when we see the Autobots crash, it does, it, was it me or did it seem like there's missing some frames or like a shot or two? Like, it's very, like you couldn't entirely make out exactly what happened. Like, yeah, I don't think they want to. Like... And it, it, only afterwards did you realize, really realize what the hell happened. But then, yeah, Starscream just kind of pops up out of the water and grabs Archiville. Yep. And he's like, all right, you're coming with me now. And you're like, wait a second. So what happened? They just left all the uh, the Decepticons to die. And then, like, they kind of, you know, almost like like it's like an immediate retcon. Where yeah, Megatron's it's just weird. Like, just like, oh, no, no, I left him there on purpose. Don't worry. Well, but, also, yeah. he also says the reflector, he's like, he's left the doctor to die because he's of no further use. Which is funny because in, a, in, in not very long, he's going to be like, hey, why did the doctor leave me? I need him still. He's like, literally, where's Dr. Archiville? He's like, you, you just said you left him to die. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's true. So, um, 
But uh, it is, yeah, Megatron's cold in, in this one because he, he has that great line uh, back to you when know, Archivel's like, hey, you know, all my, uh, you know, this is going to wash away all my slaves and danger all my people. And he's and Megatron's like, I thought you uh, humans like to play in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another great. There's some good burns in this one. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so they go back. Um, they cut back to, so I guess this is the after Cybertron. the Autobots that pick themselves up. And they cut back to Cyber Wheeljack real quick and he's just like. Phil's priming on what's going on. So it's just on the radio. He's talking to Prime, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're up here. Well, they, we didn't they, get go, and they, they go and find uh, Wheeljack's lab. They have, and there's a yep. nice little chase scene on Cybertron. And we see a lot more of Cybertron than we've seen previously. There's a lot of uh, – yeah. and it's almost like they, the background pager is a little different than whoever they had. It's a little bit more of a uh, – it looks a little. It looks and feels different than it did in the first More Than Meets the Eye. Uh, Quite a bit, and a series. lot smaller. A lot smaller. Like in every scene, you can see the curvature of the planet. So like Cybertron is really tiny in this three-part series. Like it's very. But, but it's also got more of like that sort of retro futurist, you know, Jetsonsy like 1960s yeah. Tomorrowland feel. Like I like it. It looks. Cool. Yeah, no, I like it too. I do think it's really cool. It's it's it is interesting, and even Cybertron in the movie is like different than the rest of them too. Cybertron in the movie is like yeah. almost more like anime and like hyper detailed and sort yeah. of and, and the biggest cybertron we ever see is in the movie it's humongous in the movie yeah yeah, yeah that one um yeah it is it is really cool they get the wheeljacks uh, lab which is super secure because in the very first episode they're getting in a wheeljacks lab and being chased so the decepticons have to know where it is but they just can't get in or something so um speaking, it's pretty interesting of the movie you know in the movie there's there are two moon bases around cybertron leading us to assume that cybertron has two moons which yes is, yeah. um so what happened to like when they pull Cybertron out? Oh, I yeah, that's I mean that's yeah. There's the ending of this episode gets pretty wonky. But well, we'll, here's we'll the get... thing. But we we do not see even when they first introduce Cybertron in the begin in the beginning of the first episode. You know that's that wide shot. We do not see moons around Cybertron. Nope. Um, but as we learned at the end of this episode, Cybertron may not go may not end up back where it initially was. Yes, which. Again, like, you gotta wonder how Unicron found it. But hey, whatever. <laughs> He's like, I swear it was here. I fucking remember, Maybe that's dude. why, maybe, maybe that's why it took him until 2000. That's why it takes him a long time. <laughs> that's a good he point. Like lost. he said, <laughs> he gets there, he gets there, like, right after that episode. He's like, I, 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 this is gonna sound crazy. I swear to God, Cybertron is right here. I mean, like, for millions of years, dude. I can swear it was right here. This is so weird. That's hilarious. That's a good, that's a good point, man. Um, so they get, um, Okay, so they. Uh, oh no, they Wheeljack. so uh, Wheeljack invents. Uh, so they 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 find the planet on a giant laser disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got they got one of the old '90s Criterion Collection discs. Bumblebee swiped from the Decepticons lab, and it has the plans for the Hypno chip. And, well, it's and not even that. Point, it's like Spike says, "This is the code to their mind control," and then Wheeljack is like, "Oh, mind control, of course." He's like, "This is the first time it occurred to you that it was mind control." <laughs> I literally, I literally slapped, smacked myself in the forehead when he said that. <laughs> I know it's true. Mind control. Oh, I should have thought about that. It's like, man, mind um, control. So the Wheeljack. Is, I love when he goes the diabolical. Yeah, it's great. It's because it's almost admirable, but it's like that's shitty. Um, very, is it me or does he, did he remind you of a uh, Willem Dafoe? Yeah, <laughs> I got a very Willem Dafoe by like mind dude. Diabolical. I would be so happy if Willem Dafoe did Wheeljack's voice in any future project. I'd be like, oh, that'd be ass. great. That'd be a fucking perfect fit, dude. He's like pretty smart and like yeah. kind of razor sharp. Oh, dude. So uh, Wheeljack's problem has always been diagnosing the problem, but when it comes to solving the problem, he's the fucking best in the world. So he makes a little blue toolbox thing. It plays a little it's, plays a little slideshow for everybody. It's like and, a projector uh, yeah, inside a It's toolbox. a projector box, yeah. So 
Um, he doesn't explain how it works, which is fine, but it's awesome. So he's got this toolbox ready to go. And then they cut to what looks like the dumbest escape attempt ever. Because we at, right after that, we just saw Spike running into the base um, and getting caught immediately. And and then, that, uh, but is, he, is that on purpose for him to be like some sort yes. of diversion? Yeah. I, I, it has to be because he's bait. he just runs out in the middle of nowhere. His dad, um, again, is like, oh, whatever. And then Shockwave is like, commands his dad to kill Spike, which is great because you see Spike plug, you know, resist and not do it. But, yeah. you know, starting to break. You know what's odd is like neither a, of them are wearing their uh, their signature hard hats in this episode. But you would think. Well, it's a pretty good hard hat area. Yeah, you'd think. I mean. You'd think going, going into battle on, on Cybertron against Decepticons, you might want to, you know. True. Yeah, and also the, also the tiny bit of debris that's gonna bounce off some uh, Autobot or Decepticon's head is gonna like smash you in a you know pudding. So it's like yeah, that's true. It's a good yeah, point. And, and there, you, you figure there should be more than that because you you you'd think that um as as fucked up as Earth is getting from Cybertron being so close, uh you would think Cybertron like really the whole plan of what what's supposed to happen here would it would kind of go the opposite, wouldn't it? Like wouldn't the Earth kind of be tearing Cybertron apart? Wouldn't it be fucking up its gravity? Oh, by a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's a smaller. I mean, they would both. I think, and I'm not. I'm not smart, so bear with me. But I believe they would. Both I know. Be I'm a little to, off. I'm a little. Yeah, I think that they would both be trying to pull the other one towards them, and then because the Earth is so much larger, it would smash the. I mean, a book bad for a planet, but it would smash. We the need to, you know, we'll, we'll, one try at some point. We'll get Neil deGrasse Tyson on as a guest. Oh, how great would that be? Just like all like, because it'd be a while before we got that big, right? Obviously, so that it would be like I have to go through like episodes from years ago all right so this one uh <laughs> say i was a planet-sized transformer now logistically i turn into a robot how's that gonna work can i can my weight be supported outside of space can i stand on a planet would i even you know, it's a, lot of, a lot of practicality It'll well con- actually the whole thing to death i love it when he tweets that shit people get so annoyed i'm like don't you really I'm like come on he's not really telling you not to enjoy this stuff yeah, I'm fucking crazy i mean anyone who's like also, if, if that ruins your enjoyment of the thing, it kind of implies that you thought it was real in the first place. It's like, come on, man. Like, it's not, it's just that. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You mean you can't just, like, aim a, a, a laser out of a handle and have it stop midair and use as a sword? You mean that's impossible? I understand you can't go to the to the future, but you can go back to the future, right? Like, you, <laughs> you, you know, you can do that, right? You can just go. It's fucking, anyway. By the way, so, that's my favorite, my favorite example of, like, when people do the whole uh, – you know, you can do anything as long as you put your mind to it, you know, and just nothing is impossible if you believe in yourself. And I'm like, man, I grew up in the fucking 80s. I wanted to time travel in a transforming DeLorean and go bust ghosts with a fucking lightsaber. Yeah. None of that is fucking possible. No, it, it, actually, the transforming DeLorean is the only part of that that could hasn't be happened yet. And by possible. the way, dude. I, there been, there's rumors that they're going to do that. So, I mean, don't hold your breath. It's it's not it's not crazy that they would do what that. What, a transport, like in real life, or they're just going to have a DeLorean toy? Well, like the, you know, they did, the, I think, like the toy, like they did with the uh, Ecto-1. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, that would be awesome. I think they're good. I'm, I'm pretty, they haven't, like, it's only rumors, but I'm just like, that's, why would they not do that? Or and do then hopefully down the road we get a kit. I really want a kit, but he's a little more obscure, so we'll see. But um, Another comic crossover would be cool too if they decided to do. Have you read any of those crossovers, the Star Trek or the Ghostbusters or the um, My Little Pony? No, I read the I, I read a tiny bit of the Star Trek one that was the most interesting to me because Fortress Maximus is the Enterprise, which is fucking awesome as oh, shit. Wow. Cool. Ah, it's so cool. Yeah, there's a scene of him transform, which is pretty awesome. Um, I wanted to read the Ghostbusters one. I've heard it was pretty good, but um, I haven't. I just had like I don't know. I'm all, I'm always so behind on the comics that like. Yeah, there, there's I, a bonus episode, future bonus episode idea. I love the guy. Speaking of people getting annoyed online at things for I, that I can't fathom is the people think I really like My Little Pony Man. You gonna mix your girls' toys and my boys' toys? 
Oh, I hate that shit. People like legitimately upset about it. It's like, dude, dude don't I've heard. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> After the, uh, the 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 reaction to the, we talked about it too. We had a reaction to the uh, the new Cybertron series on Netflix, but like every time they do it now. Because they always put a female Transformer in the trailer, as they fucking should, man. They're trying to make it like more standard. It's it's a good thing, you crazy fuck. But then again, well, was, actually, well, it, but why would they have male or female Transformers? Well, I, because I mean, it's a because that, that implies a that Transformers fuck. No, because the reason they do that is because they're not real and people, the humans buy them and then yes, humans have two genders. So they, it's the same reason they look like people. Why the fuck would they bother looking like people? It doesn't yes, matter. Exactly. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense, but it all, a lot of things don't make sense about it. It's a, it's a fictional thing. So it, I don't know. It's a pet peeve of mine when everybody's like, oh, oh there's an agenda. Of, uh, there, there was a new uh, season of Cyberverse debuted as we're recording this on Sunday, March 15th, uh, oh, Bumblebee oh, Adventures so or something. Dude, it's uh oh man, Decepticon Justice Division is gonna be in this season. I am so fucking excited, dude. Decepticon Justice Division, one of the greatest narrative creations of the last ten years in the Transformers universe. <laughs> Only in the comics, but man, what they do, Craig, is it's uh <laughs> it's five it's five Decepticons and their job is to hunt down Decepticon traitors and, and horribly execute them oh, in wow. very public fashion. And they're so going like to no be in this does. kid's show on Cartoon Network? Yeah, dude, I know. I can't <laughs> fucking wait. <laughs> How are they going to do it? Oh, but anyway, so but, but I thought it was funny that like we were trying to be more positive and stuff. And, uh, you know, and, uh, I'm trying not to bitch too much about Bumblebee. And then all of a sudden this whole like now it's like the, the Bumblebee show. I know, but I don't. <laughs> the Cyberverse. It's like, you know, like Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. It's now just like yeah. the sidekick <laughs> taking over. Yeah, uh, but but Bumblebee has a good moment. He gets a little ass kicking in in this episode. Yeah, it's great. And this is a the, the plan works pretty well. Spike gets caught. Um, Shockwave tells uh, Sparkplay to to kill him, and he re- kind of refuses to. And then Braun just pops in and uh, just shoots Shockwave right in the chest, which is great. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, not Braun even... has a great episode. But Braun's the MVP. Yeah. Well, Braun or Wheeljack probably the MVPs of this episode because then so Wheeljack shows up with his uh, with his uh, little projector and uh, you know gets Sparkplug back to normal. It's a pretty great diversion, man. They get they get shockwave. They know he talks too much, so they get him all like set up and ready to do something theatrical. Then they just step out and shoot him in the chest and show his dad the light show. And when Sparkle oh, sees right. the yeah, light Spike show, Spike gets blinded by shockwave's tits. Yeah, I know, great. it's great. <laughs> and they uh, so they show the dad the thing, and he's uh, he, he's apparently snaps in, but he has no recollection of what's been happening. He doesn't even know where he is. So this is not a guy. It's probably good. It's, you know, it's probably good for Sparkplug. Uh, Spike's oh, yeah. gonna have some. Uh, PTSD uh, therapy bills. Oh yeah, sure. dude, exactly. And then this, and then we get almost a very similar escape scene to the one early in the episode, a little bit quicker, but this time with spark plug, they all jump out, they're flying back, and then we have Spike says he never quits on people he loves. Oh. Oh, and then the the other these other great line, another great Braun moment where he's like mushy, but true. Yeah, dude, Braun is fucking awesome in this episode. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> You can't even. It's like he's. It's almost like he's above the whole kid show aspect of it. He's saying funny lines. He's got <laughs> a little bit of profundity when it matters. I mean, ah, Braun is awesome. This is this is the episode that's gonna make me track down a third party Braun toy. Let me tell you, this one was good. Um, <laughs> might, have, it might 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 be a Braun and wheel Braun and Wheeljack uh, drawings popping up on the old Instagram this week. There you week. go. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um. So then we get. Uh. So yeah, this is. They cut back to Earth. Uh, Megatron, who's landed, it's confusing because he left in that ship, but he didn't go to Cybertron yet. He landed at another place to get more Energon. So yeah, to um, load up with the Energon cubes. Or something. Yeah, so it's the weird. The astro leaders of thousands of astro leaders of Energon. Yes, and they did. They didn't really say it, but they did imply he was going to Cybertron last time. So it's confusing for me because I was like, oh, he's not going there. So he lands back on Earth. Um, 
And then the Autobots are already waiting on ambush. So I guess they knew he was going to be there. They send Mirage out, who's arguably the most powerful Autobot. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe. Who, who's kind of been an MIA the last few episodes. Yeah. He, I think he's MIA just because they can't. He's, he's a plot breaker. You know what I mean? Like with a yeah. guy who can turn invisible and walk anywhere he wants. It's like a lot of the ideas don't work. So that's my assumption for why they can't use him as much. Because he is. Uh, Mirage is so awesome. Did he turn into a Formula One racer and he turns invisible? Yeah. I mean, like. Holy shit! But he's dude. also the he's maybe that's why they made him the pacifist just to give him an excuse to sit on the sideline. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's like Fort Max. They had to make him a pacifist because he's the biggest one with like guns in his shins. So like he has to be a pacifist, otherwise everyone else would be dead. Well, and the same <laughs> yeah. thing with Omega Supreme too, where they had. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a <laughs> nice true. little so narrative. The reason, uh... the reason Devastator has to be like critically stupid because if he's not, he would just <laughs> run everything like all the time. And yeah. rule a sea of corpses. Which um, is why, you know, the constructor guns are still inferior to the sound wave. Right, yeah. Um, so we see uh, Megatron start to wonder where the doctor is, even though he literally just said, the last scene he had, he was like, I, I don't care if he's dead. And he's like, hey, where's the doctor? Um, and then uh, he goes looking for him, discovers Starscream has already kidnapped him. Um, yeah, and, and he, he sees... tries to build an Energon cube from his oh, head. Such a fucking idiot, dude. I mean, like, he's, this guy's been criticizing... He's been criticizing Megatron's plan pretty every scene for the last three episodes, and then his best idea is to get this doctor naked and throw him in a chair, and then just like put a put a put the spaghetti thing from Ghostbusters on his head, and then just like I guess just make him think. I don't really know what he was thinking. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah he, like his brain was good. Basically, Starscream makes the uh, the Cybertronian version of a potato clock with this uh, Archibald. Yeah, dude. And then um. And then they, like, but, but where they're doing this is just like in the bushes right outside of where bush. Megatron's loading up. They yep, and then Megatron, Megatron is like, stumbles upon them. Megatron is like, this is mutiny, but it's not because it's just one guy kid up the guy left. So it's it's not it's really it's betrayal, but it's not mutiny because there's no group trying to fuck over Megatron. That's true. Um, and then yep, Shockwave well, lights him up. Megatron apparently is still learning English. Yep. And then Shockwave is like, hey, we're. Uh, we're kind of going to get uh, destroyed here if we don't get this energy up here pretty quick. So it's just like, he's like, hey, man, I know what you're doing right now, but let's fucking hop to it. And then Starscream uses that opportunity to, again, throw Arkerville in his uh, cockpit and, and take off. So to to yeah. we know not where we know not where maybe it will be revealed in the next episode. But that is the last Possibly. time we see those. Two. Um, and then right after that, Mirage just reveals himself uh, and being like and just kind of but really for no purpose. Like just kind of says he's there um, as Wheeljack uh, gets flies by in jet fired, kind of projects his anti brainwashing thing. Yeah, and he's like hanging out and just and and and, and again, there's yeah. another model. It doesn't it the uh, projector thing looks different. Yeah, it does look a little bit different, and uh, it, maybe it is a different model because it has to work from farther up. Who knows? Well, no, what um, I'm saying is the 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 animate the animators apparently got different model sheets for all this stuff because it's the the starship and the uh, does the, does Wheeljack's invention have a name? Did they give it a name? Oh, man, it came with this Masterpiece toy for, like, a limited time. So it mm-hmm. does. I think it's the... Uh, it's, it has... it has It's like MR. It has it has, a, it has its own acronym on it. They show it. It's like MR, the MU or something, and it stands for something, but I don't know what it is. But Yeah, it doesn't it does say... Have it, a name. In the TF wiki, it does not... Um... Does not mention the name of this thing. Yeah, if we look, I can find it out. We can put it. We'll put it in the Facebook post because if I find the original thing for the masterpiece toy, which by the way, the masterpiece toy is fucking awesome. In case you guys were wondering, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's uh, on the original listing. You could get that. That was like a, a gimme for that. So I'll, I'll look it up because it's got to have something. But it's just a little mind control box. The masterpiece toys usually come with like one episode reference that's like kind of pretty specific. Like yeah, I think stuff. that Wheeljack one came with a couple of his inventions, right? 
No, not the out of the box one. No, that was the uh, out of the in the box is just his gun that comes in three different pieces. Um, uh, didn't so come with kinda that. Like, yeah, so like a shoulder gun can be taken apart, and then like the front of it can kind of like be a wrench and stuff like that, or make it like a pistol. So you can do yeah. kind of different stuff with them. But uh, yeah, but they sell a bunch of other shit like that. Um, and then like Sunstreaker comes with the that weird monster mask from that fucking weird episode of season two. <laughs> so, like, a lot of them come with like very specific stuff. One of the old well, what was the other yeah, future seat. episode where Wheeljack invents the thing that can like. Uh stop time or matter free the matter freezer or whatever the hell it is oh like, yeah, i thought yeah, there was yeah. a toy that came with that yes there is it's the new wheel jack it's ah. the, uh, they they made another re-release of that same toy but they colored him in cartoon colors so he looks a lot more show like i don't okay. like it as much because the car mode looks like shit because it looks like the show so it's just like two green stripes and like numbers scribbled on the side of him you know what i mean yeah. but i'm an auto nerd so like i like a lancia stratos turbo it's a fucking awesome car so, I don't know. I'm getting in the weeds on this one. But anyway, yes, they did make two. <laughs> that one did come with that. Um, to drag myself back into the plot here, as we should, um, they kind of, like, have a big... After after he frees all the slaves, there's, like, another big Autobot and Decepticon shootout. We see Jetfire say that he wants Megatron. He's like, I want this dude. Um, well, why wouldn't which, he? After Megatron basically, you know, uh, fucked with his head. A bunch of times, yeah. So, like... Yeah. And, and there's one other time uh, Jetfire kind of implied he really wanted to fuck Megatron up. And I wish they would have done more with that, man, because it's really cool. And, like, as we all know, Jetfire just isn't in the goddamn movie for no reason. It's so frustrating. So, like, it's it's just a bummer because there's a lot of stuff they set up in the first episode or season that could have been done in the movie. But with the way they made them since they made the movie at the same time as they started the season, they didn't really, like, Second tie season. stuff together. Yeah, so they just didn't have... Yeah, it's, it's odd a, that we got like so, certain season two guys in the movie, like Blaster and Perceptor, but didn't get so many of the other. Yeah, and they threw them in, and, like and, and I believe, and I might be wrong, but I believe they animated the Autobot City thing last, so that's when you see a lot of the guys that are in there for a little bit. But I might be uh, wrong about that. But it is. Um, there's also we'll, we should we'll definitely get that down the line. And we're absolutely gonna do Scramble City because I know you've never seen that episode, so we no, will. I do watched some... it. I remember at one point oh, yeah? okay. came on um, the DVD. I don't know if it was the season one or two DVD or the movie. Oh, uh, okay. It was one where it did, yeah, the Scramble City episode did come, uh, but I haven't seen it in a while. I don't entirely remember it. It's cool. Uh, it's so awesome. I love it a lot. It's a lot of really good stuff in that episode. Yeah. It's cool. Um, but, so what happens is Megatron escapes on the ship with uh, thousands of astroliters of Energon cubes, and yep. he's on his way. To uh, now he's on his way to Cybertron, and apparently and the Decepticons see it too. Last, <laughs> one last tidal wave that will destroy the Earth. Yep, that's and, they, and, and, and the rest of his the rest of his crew sees it too. It's funny they're just like, oh shit, he left. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> and they're like, oh man, Thundercracker's a line. I wish I'd written it down because he says like, he's like, what are we supposed to do? And then someone answers him, but I can't remember what it is because it sets up the next episode. But like, I guess they're just like, well, we'll just try to stay here and. I don't know, do whatever, but um, uh, so oh, the something guys just take off. They're like, we'll have to regroup. I think it's something like that. Something uh, like, yeah, but Megatron's got yeah, retreat and regroup, and uh, yeah, Thundercracker and Skywarp are like, oh fuck, we got to get out of here. And so they're now they're wondering anymore. about what's going to happen. No to, leadership uh, at all. <laughs> There's no leadership <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, Shockwave doesn't give a shit. He's on a planet that's about to die. Yeah. Uh, Megatron is very preoccupied. Starscream is busy tra- being a traitor. There's no one left, dude. All the people no. in the movie who argued about being leader aren't around. <laughs> <laughs> so we get um, it's weird. And you get the triple changers, Astro Train and Blitzwing in the movie too. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but, uh, yeah. so what happens is. They're worried about this, the, the tidal wave that will destroy the entire planet, which is, I, I don't even, I can't even fathom how that would work. 
Oh yeah, and how like how you could fix that? By the way, you know what I mean? Like, well, Spike Spike figures it out. He says we just need to get Cybertron out of Earth's orbit, and yeah, this Optimus is... Prime's uh, rifle and shoots it from the ground. So so many. I mean, let's just try to get through. Let's get through the list of all the weird shit that happens in the next few minutes, and then kind of go back. Because if we do, we'll be doing this another hour. Because there's a lot of well, weird. This is stuff the end of the episode, all. right here. It is, but like, oh man, it gets so like. Yeah. I, I realize it's a cartoon, but like all the logic kind of goes out the window. First of all, it they do say that batshit um, insane. Batshit fucking crazy for like two and a half minutes. Uh, yeah. Spike picks up Optimus's gun, which they do a couple times, but they don't like. He literally just doesn't have a way to fire it. It's a little. I've always annoyed me, even as a kid. I was like, come on, man. Like, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Um, then they're firing from the ground at and a ship. And all the Autobots straight. join in and start to fire on the, because uh, they're like, oh, what what could have enough power that could possibly move Cybertron back into, uh, you know, away from the okay. Earth? And they're like, oh, all the Energon on board, you know, Megatron's ship. And that's so in order to work, it would have to be close enough that the explosion hits uh, and that, Cybertron. And that's where they, so... they decide, how do we fix things as Autobots? We shoot it. Yeah, shoot it until it explodes. Um, <laughs> And then it, it works. I mean, <laughs> now would like I'm not I'm not Mr. Science over here, but I think that would also negatively impact the Earth if it's that big of an explosion to throw a fucking planet well, apparently, off of the middle of space. As we've seen from, uh, you know, the Cybertron affecting Earth's gravity and fucking up Earth, but Earth having no effect on uh, Cybertron. Apparently, in, in this in this animated Transformers universe, your gravity works one way. Apparently, yeah, exactly. Directional. So well, and. Just, Blow and that Earth, thing up and move Cybertron back into wherever. Yeah, don't forget the Earth. The Earth is so fragile right now that it's one tidal wave away from blowing up. Like that's where we're at. So it's yeah. not like this is robust Mother Earth in her fucking prime. Uh, no. She's been beaten to shit. This is crazy. So like it's whatever. But you know, so that's we're only in like two of five weird shit things that happen. So they blow that up. It works. Cybertron shoots we're, off in the no, middle you, of space. You see it. It's so weird because the ship blows up. Mm-hmm. And then you still see shit going crazy for, like, a good 30 seconds, like a 10, yeah. 15 seconds or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Cybertron just skedaddles. Like, the, it does yeah. – the way it's Dude, animated, exactly. it's not like the blast moves it immediately. No, it's it like, looks like Cybertron ter- runs off in terror. Um, yeah. And it does – I mean, listen, there's so many – like, I, again, so Cybertron shooting into space is the – Third crazy thing that happens. I mean, forget all the implications there. I mean, obviously, again, I know it's a cartoon, but man, it's a planet hurtling through space. It's going to get torn <laughs> apart. I mean, this is insane. It's a planet that just decided to up and leave. Yeah, dude. And, but if Shockwave was ever going to be a turncoat, it would be after this. Because he's like, oh, you shitting me right now. Like, I tried to tell you, man. I'm like, this is, I don't even know where we're going, dude. You know yeah. I mean? Do you know how many suns we could fly into? This is crazy. <laughs> so, like, he's just torpedoing through the Earth. Uh, the fourth, well, actually, no, that's true. Um, the fourth crazy thing that I think happens besides the wave just dropping out of the sea, like, like everything like, just, everything just settles, <laughs> just goes back to normal. Dude, they show the wave in the air and then like a light shutting off. It just falls straight down. It's, it's just exactly like it's a, like it's a, a fountain. Or yeah, dude. I'm going to tie no, that No one. forward momentum whatsoever. <laughs> I'm going to give that one a tie for the fourth crazy thing. Cause the <laughs> other crazy thing that happens is that after we see Megatron pretty believably die in an explosion so large that it threw a planet in the middle of space and he was he was like five feet away from it, um, Spike is like, well, dude, like this time, Megatron's yeah, this time, dead. I mean, yeah, he's gone. And I'm like, yeah, he probably is. That's pretty bad. And then Optimus is like, no, he's still alive. That's how jaded he is. He's just like, yeah. dude, whatever. He's still fucking alive. You know this idiot's going to kill me and survive? Can you believe that? Well, we so, just like, saw throughout the entire 
you know, run of episodes so far, Optimus cons every time your Megatron disappears for two seconds, Optimus is like, well, now he's beaten for good. Yeah. And now he's finally <laughs> starting to learn. Exactly. He's like, even this, he's like, no, 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 he'll be back. I don't know how he'll be back. I'm just saying, Ooh, hypothetically, wants- he, could, he could shoot me in the chest and kill me and get betrayed by his own team. And he would still come back, this asshole. Hypothetically, I'm saying that. That's this guy is a problem. Possibly. In another purple, Poss- more purple form. Just the thing I came up with. I don't know. Who knows? It's in my journal. <laughs> so then, uh, and then the last, the fifth crazy thing that happens is after they uh, they kind of cut the space. And fucking Megatron is not only still alive, he's really not all that fucked up. He's yeah, really? He gets more he's, fucked up by Optimus in the movie. Significantly. That double axe handle punch to the face <laughs> shattered his chest and face. Like, it's literally so that he can no longer move. I mean, that fucks him but up so much. But it well. is almost like a little bit of foreshadowing because the way he's he's drifting is sort of the way in, in yeah. this final shot of the show is the way Unicron kind of finds him. But yeah, we it just see him uh, amongst so the wreckage, and then all of a sudden you just see his eyes glowing. You know, Carrie's hand coming out of the grave. It's just that uh, little... And then I was, I, it's funny because he was like, I, I still, I will be avenged. But I, yes. was, I was like, is he going to say I still function? Does he say it early? Because that's awesome. Yeah, I no. still he will be avenged by, by himself, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know who he yeah, thinks he's going to be avenging. Um, but anyway, I mean, how it's, it's fucking great. So that's the end of the episode is a, is a, I mean, it's a pretty great way to end the episode, dude. The Autobots have won. Megatron is dying in space. Well, the Starscream is doing his own thing. And the rest of the Decepticons are literally just a band of weirdos now. Um, I would guess the most leaderly of them is Soundwave, but I think well, yeah, Soundwave. The, well, Shockwave's gone. Yeah, it's like Shockwave's in the middle of nowhere. to the wind. That's it. I mean, Reflector's not going to lead anybody. You know what I mean? Fucking Reflector doesn't uh, even talk anymore. He's just oh, there. We do, we do should we should. Oh wait, no, next episode. That's right. We get Frenzy next episode. First appearance. Spoiler. Oh, alert. very nice. So, Frenzy finally. But, is it his first or is his second appearance? Doesn't he show up well, in the more than meets the yeah. eye? He's he's it's his second it's his first appearance as Frenzy. <laughs> he gets called. They're like, hey, it's Frenzy, and they point at him, which to me ends the debate. I'm like, I feel like even then they were like, let's just point at him and call him Frenzy. But but it um, is odd that he's there, isn't he? On Earth in the original miniseries, and then yeah. he just sort of, or, yeah, like he got Rumble. lost and just couldn't find. Yeah, <laughs> and they even even now, man, even like this far down the line, like Rumble's still kind of the dominant. Like henchmen, you know what I mean? Out of the humanoid people there. We don't get much Ravage and Laserbeak in this episode either, do we? No, no. They did their part last time when they uh, kidnapped everybody and uh, caused that big diversion to get the yeah. volcano blown up. Yeah, actually, no Soundwave really in this episode, I don't think, right? Like, No, Soundwave think... at one point, um, his, uh, the button over his groin uh, glows and he uses it to... Uh, he's on Cybertron with the uh, other Blue Seekers and Shockwave. And oh, he, so he he's every, He presses his belly button or his dick or whatever it is the button glows <laughs> to communicate to uh to megatron button or his dick that's great press my belly button. Or. i don't know press my belly button or my dick <laughs> <laughs> you'll know what it is when you know all right it's fucking funny as shit well um so yeah we got a couple of decepticons in space some uh Unfortunately, all the dumbest decepticons are on planet earth because apparently it's just like we it might not even be reflector he might have died in that that ship because uh we yeah, don't know we, if it's yeah and i don't we we'll may see. not we'll have to see reflector keep an again eye out. we'll have to keep yeah. an eye out to see if that's the last appearance of reflector. i would wonder that'd be really interesting because that would be basically the confirmed death of reflector because he yeah. was on that ship with uh that'd be really interesting we'll let's, uh, make a note of that shit but um awesome man well i, I was a good episode like i said next week we got countdown to extinction 
um, aptly named during this time of crisis. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's it's a little odd because Countdown to Extinction pretty much does follow up from right where this yeah. episode takes off. It's an epilogue so it's little, to this episode. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Almost like, the fourth part. Which, yeah, I, I'm surprised they didn't just do for you know call it part four, but it's because it, we don't usually get there's not a lot of continuity episode to no, episode. But I it is one of my favorites. Part. To me, it's um, it's my how I say it's maybe the best written of all these seasons uh, episodes of season, just because it's it's drawing a lot of stuff from past episodes, but it's a lot of characterization, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, and just it's a cool episode, man. A lot of really cool stuff happens. So and we get frenzy. I don't know. It's a great episode. I'm really excited for next week, guys. This is gonna be a good one. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a little odd too because this kind of feels like it would be the season wrap up, but after that we still have another two, right? Another two episodes. Yeah. We get the yeah, uh, Plague wait, of Insecticons and Heavy Metal War, so yeah. we're gonna get some. Uh, just before we sign off for the end of season one, we're gonna get a little uh, Insecticon and Constructicon action. Yeah, a little more. The Decepticons get much much yeah. more powerful in these next few episodes. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, because we've only seen Jetfire join the Autobots, and that's been the only new addition, and he's pretty fucking drastic. Mm-hmm. He gives him uh, transportation. He can fuck Megatron up. So we're about to see the scales tip the other way again uh, by the end of the season. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it'll be oh, cool. The and, uh, they got the Dinobots too. So yeah, the Autobots have. Uh, yeah, the Autobots. Whole... I mean, the Autobots. I mean, this should this should be the final victory right now. But as as we'll see, they'll they'll be yeah. coming back for more. So Same we get uh, Can't count them out. Uh, what? The, oh, I'm getting an Amber Alert. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just looking at my phone. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I thought it was like coronavirus officially. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. The Earth up. <laughs> we're all we're all waiting for something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hopefully you guys stay healthy healthy and uh safe yep stay and inside listen to our podcast engage us on inside. social media if my work starts making me work from home i will we will start recording episodes on my lunch break and we'll start putting out a lot more content so uh, yeah, yeah, we'll it'll be and uh yeah please like you said opt podcast on instagram uh facebook.com slash opt podcast you know follow along share with your friends and again you can check us out on uh please subscribe on stitcher spotify uh apple and, you know, like and review and all that stuff. Google Play, we're on there as well. And uh, hopefully we'll all, we'll all weather this storm together, just like the uh, the Autobots and Spike did here. We can, we can, if the, I mean, come on, a tidal wave almost destroyed the Earth, and they I survived. Know. So I think we can, we'll make it through this just fine. That's right. If you guys, if you guys make any uh, ill-advised Transformers yeah. purchases due to coronavirus, uh, let us know on Facebook. We'll talk about them next week. I'll let you know if I do that. Try yes. not to. Probably gonna, or or uh, some well-advised art purchases. <laughs> yeah, it's like some very uh, investment-worthy Craig Mahoney. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. you're going to be stuck inside the house. You want something, you know, you're going to be staring at the walls. You might as well have something nice hanging on it, right? Yeah. You know, if, exactly. if Craig Mahoney gets uh, eaten alive by wild dogs in three weeks, this artwork's going to go straight hey, through if the roof. I, you know oh, I mean? man, imagine if I, get, if I die from the COVID-19, oh, that, that stuff would be worth a fortune. Yeah, dude, especially if you do, like, a COVID-19-themed painting as your last painting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, there's a... If it listen, ends up being I, unfinished like that George Washington portrait, just... <laughs> 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 All, All right, right well, like, like I said, everybody stay healthy, stay safe, stay inside, and we'll see you all next week on an all-new exciting episode of Optimus Prime Time. More than meets your ears. Awesome. Oh,